0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last.
1: Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
0: It's 104. Coming up an hour from right now, Dana and Parks. We will check in with both Scott and Dana before 2 o'clock. Kind of an odd discussion we got into. Jamie and I got into this at about eight eight thirty this morning, and we were going to get to it earlier, but we're glad we got to it now about what numbers you still have in your phone number, or in your phone or Facebook friends you still have.
1: Uh, so I think we're talking about two categories of people. But for whatever reason, a person that's not in your life anymore, what keeps you from taking them out of your contacts and out of your Facebook uh, Facebook page? And I thought maybe. Like I don't know if anybody's got, but you wouldn't believe the texts that we're getting mm-hmm. from people that are in the same situation. And then we started talking about um, voicemail messages that you may still have that you refuse to delete.
0: Yeah, there were some people. Somebody on the face or, uh, on the text line said they saved a voicemail message from their father mm-hmm. after after he passed. So uh, that's that's interesting. That's amazing to
1: me. So I've probably got. I just kind of glanced through, and this came up because a couple of days ago I needed to search through hundreds and hundreds of contacts in Google to find one that I was looking for and I had to scan and scan and scan. I've probably got 10 people who are no longer alive. There are still numbers. in the number, Because I've had really? the same phone number for a long time. I've had the same phone number for 12 or 13 years. So that's a lot of family members that have passed in that time. And I've probably got... Half a dozen exes and in exes, I include people that I just even briefly dated for a while. You know, just it wasn't a big thing, but their numbers in there and I never mm-hmm. took it out because there wasn't a reason to. I've never gone through and cleaned house. And there are a couple numbers I keep because I want to know if they call to avoid
0: it. <laughs> so you want Seriously. to have a no pickup because
1: I wouldn't know the phone number now. Who would if it just came up?
0: Would those people call around two a.m.? Is that what you're saying? Is that in those... theory
1: they wouldn't call at all? I mean, it's unlikely but. they would call at all, but it would not be pleasant. Okay. I suspect <laughs> no matter
0: no matter what the reason
1: was, um it would not be it would not be pleasant.
0: I have my grandmother's phone numbers still in their cell and home, mm-hmm. uh, and she passed a year and a half ago. I have a couple, like I said, I have a. a What's really strange? I told you the story about the voice guy that died. Mm-hmm. The next voice guy we got also died. Oh! Don't let me be in contact if you're a voiceover. Don't guy. ever talk
1: to our guy. No,
0: ever. First guy died in his sleep. I don't know what the cause was. Second guy died of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And, and and I I still have their numbers. I'm still. Is anybody else still friends with the deceased on Facebook? Yeah. And why? Um. 7798 seven, or text in two two nine eight zero. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't I've got, either.
1: I've got a bunch of those I, just because you're friends on Facebook, you're friends with a ton of people, you know? And so, um, especially like professional see. contacts and stuff, it feels weird to unfriend them. That just feel, somebody said deleting the number feels disrespectful. Yeah. It feels a little inappropriate. Mm-hmm. It feels a little, I don't, I don't know why, but it feels wrong.
2: Mike, yeah. to your, uh, question on that, mine is kind of reversed. So I'm not friends with them on Facebook anymore. But I still have their text message. I told you guys yesterday Mm -hmm. that I had two friends commit suicide uh, within two months apart. Mm -hmm. I still have their last text message that uh, group and um, just one-on-one conversations with those people. But I'm not friends with them on Facebook anymore. What what would make you keep them? To to me, I actually go back and read them um, randomly. Uh, It's just, to me, it's a reminder to kind of free up myself. Do uh, do you look at them
0: on the day they they took their their own lives? Yes, like is that the, yes. the day of? Uh, one of them
2: actually texted me the day of. Oh, um, gosh, Man. and to me, it's a reminder to um, not always feel so busy. To because uh, there's at times where I feel like that I could have been there to stop it. So hmm. I feel like I do work a lot, and then when I read that, I'm like, okay, well, I also have to have you know, free time for other people, man,
1: that's a a horrible lesson to learn, but a good lesson to learn. Yeah. Yeah, Right.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it sounds depressing, but to me, it's, uh, it kind of brings a little bit, uh, a calm state in my mind. Sure. So understand
0: that. Uh, this is from the text line. We lost our daughter three and a half years ago. I've saved all of her voicemails and her contact is still in my phone. It's the one thing I will not get rid of. Interesting.
1: So Interesting. I've got three grandmother phone numbers in my phone. I pulled those up. I could, Same grandmother? No, two grandmothers, okay. three numbers. I could comfortably delete those, I think. Okay. I think I, I could do it now and I think I'd be okay with that. Um, Why? Be, um, not that I wasn't close to them, but I, I don't. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel weird to me. I don't know why I've never deleted them, but I think I could do it right now and and not feel a tremendous amount of grief as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I didn't talk to him on the phone that much. I don't know. But it just, it, that doesn't feel strange to me.
0: As far as Facebook goes, some people on the text line are saying, they don't come on my timeline anymore, so I don't think about it. Right. And th- that's probably right.
1: Although I do have, um, I have a friend that was killed in a really tragic car accident a few years ago. And his friends will post on his Facebook page at various times. And it shows up in my timeline and that freaks me out a little bit. You know, they'll just on birthdays or whatever on the anniversary, they'll post
0: from the face. I'm sorry, from the uh, from the text line, my brother committed suicide. I'll never unfriend him on Facebook. I love and miss him. It's a reminder to never go down the path he went down. I, that's got to be tough, mm-hmm. especially if it like just like with Travis's friends on that day to, to, to know that that was the day that, that it ended. And that's that's got to be tough. You know, we were going down this conversation about exes and it kind of turned into a different direction yeah,
1: and, um, and
0: we appreciate everybody getting, getting in on this.
1: It's interesting that everybody's telling us about death, but not about exes.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Because then One, I wonder. One's much more important.
1: Well, right. But I wonder like, especially for those of you that like you're newly married, yeah. you know, is there any reason for you to have the exes fun and does Lee care? I'm sure she doesn't. She married you. Why would she care? But then she would ask, why do you still have them then?
0: Well, I don't know why. I mean, I never think about them. You know, and we were, remember when everybody was railing on me for the brown shirt? Yes. As we finally cut From up. the ex, yes. The ex's brown shirt um, and how the ex's name was kind of in my passwords mm-hmm. for, for things. We're transitioning. We've tra- For the most part, we are totally transitioned out into of- married life. Into married life. Out of those <laughs> Two months old, later. Into those, the, the old passwords are out. Uh, ironically, Facebook memory came up. My ex-girlfriend's birthday party was like a, a Facebook memory yesterday that came up. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't need to have those come up.
1: <laughs> Do you know how we started this conversation? I just remembered that this morning. You were deleting old email, and you couldn't mm-hmm. believe how much old email you still had from 2013. And I said, oh, let me tell you about <laughs> phone numbers.
0: Because we get this thing like you're. we have only a certain amount of storage. Mm-hmm. And apparently I have emails from 2013 that I had thousands. I had
1: no yeah. idea. Because you've worked for the company
0: longer than you've worked here, and yes. so yeah, yeah.
1: there are some going way back.
0: Uh, Timmy in Kansas City. You're at 981 KMBZ.
3: Hi, Timmy. Hi. Hey, listen, I'm the one that called in that's never had a cell phone or a computer or a laptop. Oh, yeah. Without email, nothing. But what hurts me the most is if I want to go look up an old friend or something, there's numbers in the phone book are no longer there.
0: Oh. Because they take them out eventually,
4: numbers
3: yeah. In the phone book are gone.
0: Man, are you calling us from a landline right now, Timmy?
3: Uh, yes. Okay. We're not used to the reception yes, being this good I'm, on the air. I'm outside on my patio, but I am calling from a landline, and I do have an answering machine, so if someone leaves <laughs> me, if it's an older person from church, I kind of leave the message because I'm thinking, you know, they're getting sick and very old. You know, that may be the last voice I hear. I might want to keep that <laughs> oh. on my answering machine.
0: Timmy, do you have caller ID? Okay. A
3: color idea is what
0: I have. All right. Well, that's that's a technological advancement from the 1990s. I guess you're pretty hip, Timmy.
3: Pager? Yeah, it, it, it
0: came with it came with the phone. <laughs> uh, it came with the phone, of course. Timmy, you take care. I wish I could live Timmy's life with Me no too. computer. You would not and, function, and no phone. I wish I could live her life.
1: There's no way you develop a nervous tick. I'd start have- drinking more.
0: And Lord knows that was possible. we need that. Hey, yeah. I have not had a beer since uh, Saturday. What the? Yeah. Yep. You
1: drying out or what? No. It's Pre- so- preparing for Fourth of July weekend? Or- I, well,
0: yeah, we got a meal prep here. Gonna- mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to get ready for the... We got to cleanse for a few days. Well, I'll probably have some beers tomorrow. Oh, good. We're going to Ed Sheeran.
1: Oh, of course you are. Yeah.
0: Of course I Of course
1: you are. <laughs> not taking me. Let me point that I'm out again. Dating
0: the... I'm married to the, the I mean, program,
1: you got to invest a little here, you know. Right? I, Did just, you ask her? No, I'm talking about you and me. Sometimes what? you got to invest in this relationship, you know?
0: You want to go to train? Just
1: take it for granted. We
0: want to go see train? I would go to
1: train. Let's,
0: Let's see if we have any. They're Monday at Starlight. This Monday? Mm-hmm. The 3rd? I think so. Oh. Scott Parks is going, I think.
1: Wow. What yeah. does that tell you?
0: Uh, His daughters wanted to go to church.
1: Exactly. Dad, can we go?
0: (laughs) Uh, Jennifer, hang right there. We'll get to you. Uh, Coming up on the other side, it's midday with Jamie Wickett on 98.1 KMBZ.
5: Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head, she acts like summer and walks like rain. Reminds me of that. Turn of a stay on the moon, she listens like spring and she talks like June.
0: one KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket, Jamie Monticelli. Why train? Because they're coming to concert on Monday, and I offered you a chance to go. I can't go. Why? My mother is here. Mom! My mom is here. Mom ruining it!
1: My mom comes to Kansas City once a year for Fourth of July weekend. Family reunion, right? We have right? family reunion oh. in Hutchinson, and so she drives the seven hours. She'll drive it. What's today? What is today? Today's Wednesday. Today's only Wednesday. <laughs> she'll drive it. <laughs> She'll drive during the day Friday and then get here by the time I get off the air. She'll spend Friday night here with me. We'll go out, do girl stuff, drive to Hutchinson, spend the weekend there, and then she leaves 4th of July morning.
0: What kind of girl stuff are you doing and should I be involved? I, she, You two should probably meet. Yeah. That should probably met, happen
1: on Friday night. You met my mother. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, that should probably happen. So, um, keep yeah, me we'll, we'll work out a plan. Yeah. Um, so right anyway, she'll still be here Friday. She'll still be here Tuesday morning. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if she likes trains. She probably doesn't know the band. She's not the biggest music person in the world, but so I can't go.
0: She liked Natasha Bedingfield. She's she would opening.
1: never know who that is. <laughs> you barely knew who, I barely was. Know
0: who she is. So, um,
1: another time. So you're off the hook on this one, All right, but not I, forever.
0: Yeah. But that train, I can get you. Yeah, Ed Sheeran do, tomorrow. I cannot.
1: Do I have the standing to just go to your wife and yeah. just ask her myself? Do why I? Or do that? I have to get that through you? Yeah, why not? I mean, go right ahead. I, I would say Wicket told me I should. Is how I'll put it, <laughs> yeah. but I'll use you
0: <laughs>
1: for that. But
0: uh, we are wrapping up our conversation, and we will get to a story about the song Taps,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which is an odd transition, but
1: <laughs> not seemingly.
0: Uh, we didn't plan on this, but uh. wanted to take uh, Jennifer's call in Kansas City about. Eliminating phone numbers or Facebook friends of the deceased or exes. Hey, thanks for hanging, Jennifer. You're on 981 KMBZ.
3: Hi. Um, I have a friend, an older friend in her 70s, who never used a computer until she got married. Her husband had a Facebook account and certainly email and introduced her to that. And from then on, every time we needed to get in touch with her, she said, well, go ahead and use, this is my email now. Well, it was her husband's name, and so, of course, he died. Well, she, she does continue to use both the Facebook and the email, which is her husband's name. She signs her name, but it just with do, with all due respect to her, when I post something and suddenly I get an email that says the deceased, the deceased likes what you just posted. That just drives me crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure, because,
3: because he's not liking it, and I think she should get her own. But I guess she thinks it's like having him die all over again or something i don't know i it would creep me out to continue to use
0: somebody's name yeah i you know what you're right about that and you know what in a in a kind of a not as you know sad uh, way to think about that i don't really like when couples have a facebook account together
1: that, Why do you have that is to do
0: that? so weird and jennifer thank you for your call why get your own dang Facebook account, all right?
1: It's I don't know why it's necessary, I guess, unless it's to, you know, post family stuff, but can't you one of you posts it, the other one shares it? You know, I don't on the page yeah. if they want? Cuz uh. if anybody was going to do it, it would be you and Lee, and you're not doing it. <laughs> we're
0: not getting a yeah, We're not getting joint. You know. We we are our both of our egos are too loud large, large. We <laughs> you both need your own. we want too much attention <laughs> focused on us. I are can you see you kidding? doing a joint
1: Instagram account.
0: Just that's Rivers. From your pictures, just together. Rivers Facebook. There you go. Rivers has a Facebook page, and that's you know, mm-hmm. that's our joint Facebook. When you page. have a child,
1: I guarantee your child's gonna have their own Facebook page and their own Twitter account probably. Be able to
0: follow that kid Very. from the moment it's Kids. born. That, that young boy. Plural. <laughs> Three girls. All right. Uh, well, moving on. Uh this is we had this conversation in the 10 o'clock hour, and it comes to us out of um the state of Pennsylvania. And, and just a, a quick Recap. Let's go to Sherry Preston, who has the story from ABC.
6: Before we get started, let's clarify things. Glen Rock Borough, Pennsylvania Councilman Joshua Corny is patriotic. No doubt about that. So patriotic, he plays this every single night through loudspeakers for his entire neighborhood to hear, even when he's not home. Some who live nearby have gone to the council, the council that Corny sits on, to complain. Council said he could play his lights-out bugle call on Sunday nights and certain patriotic holidays like Flag Day and the 4th of July. Might not be enough, though. Corny says he's willing to compromise, but he doesn't want to do it to sacrifice his constitutional rights. Still waiting for a final resolution. Sherry Preston, ABC News.
0: Five seven six seven seven nine eight, the phone number, or text in 22980, because there were a lot of you that got in in the 10 o'clock hour on this, and it, it started out one way, and then it kind of balanced out the other way. What do you think of that guy playing taps every night, 8 p.m., really loud, whether he's there or not, it blasts over the loudspeaker?
1: I don't like it. In the most simplest, simplest form, I don't like it. Um, I think that he can still be patriotic and not uh, – somebody used the term disturbing the piece earlier. You can be patriotic within the four walls of your home. Why do you have to blare it? Why does it mean more patriotically – if you blare it for everyone to see. Um, I don't have kids, but if I did and they went to bed before eight o'clock, I'd be ticked off. Um, My reasons may be a little more personal in that situation. Um, My dad died as a result of the Vietnam war and taps was played at his funeral. And that song is particularly moving for me. And if that's a, a moment of grief or patriotism I'm going to have, I want to have it by my own choice and not because I'm forced to every day. Um, but just from a simple, somebody used the word considerate earlier. That's how I look at it. Um, be considerate of the other people around you. You know, Would you like it if somebody else blared Axl Rose You know, every night at 8 or 9 o'clock or whenever you Welcome were kind of settling down channel. with your family? Just be considerate of other people. It doesn't take away from your patriotism to be private about
0: it. Or you know, fly a flag, or uh, work for veterans groups. There are other ways to show your patriotism. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. How would you feel if your neighbor blared taps every night at eight o'clock from loudspeakers? Because we we had some veterans jumping in on this, we had non-veterans jumping in on this, and in no way, if if you are to say that you don't, you would not like this, or you don't like this, or you think the guy is in the wrong, in no way does that mean you do not appreciate the troops veterans who have fought, troops who have died. Mm -hmm. Uh, That doesn't mean you don't respect and appreciate what they've done. But should this guy be allowed to play this at 8 o'clock really loud every single night?
1: I think if you want to be patriotic, do it in a way that is not disturbing to other people. Mm -hmm. And that's not saying I'm not patriotic. I totally am. I have my dad's flag on a shelf in my house. I, I couldn't get any closer to it if I wanted to um i just don't want it i don't want want to i don't want to hear it every night i'm sorry i don't want to hear the 57 seconds played at eight o'clock every night i don't want to be distracted by that every night it's not necessary for me to be patriotic like that every day
0: it seems to me that it would be disrespectful to neighbors yes even you know kids no kids if if lee and i had a house in this guy's neighborhood and every night there it was there was tap's and it's a sad song. It's a song about respect. Mm-hmm. It's a song about the ones that lost. It's th- an that honorable we lost. song. It absolutely is. But I don't want to hear it every single night. Yeah. I don't need to hear Pray for the Dead because the dead will pray for you every single night. I don't need to hear that every single night. That doesn't mean I'm, a, I'm, an, a, an, I'm an American. That doesn't mean I'm not patriotic. I just don't need to hear that song every single night. And you especially have a very emotional I connection really to it.
1: Like you said earlier, what if you played it every Sunday? No. Why does he have to play it out loud, blaring on speakers
0: at all? I'm cool on Sundays or maybe just Flag Day, D-Day, Memorial Day, the 4th of July. the, the You know, patriotic holidays that we celebrate as we should. But every day seems like overkill to me. And
1: doesn't it take away from it after a while? Doesn't you use the term watered down earlier? Doesn't it dilute it a little bit when you hear it so often? After a while, aren't you t- tuning it out? And if you're tuning it out, then... Why are you playing at all?
0: And as we get to to Kara coming up here in the newsroom and we'll get to your phone calls on the other side in just three minutes, is this forced patriotism? That was a word we received or a term we received a lot in the ten o'clock hour and it's all over our Facebook page as well. We'll get to your phone calls five seven six seven seven nine eight. KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket. What if this was played every night at 8 p.m. in your neck of the woods through loudspeakers? It didn't matter if the guy that lived there, like this gentleman in Pennsylvania we're talking about, was actually home. Or if he was uh, away and there was a program that ran it because that's what happens. Every night, 8 p.m. at a town in Pennsylvania, this gets played. Should he be allowed to the city so far has said no, but he's going to stand up for his, quote, constitutional rights.
1: Yeah, there's an allegation that he's in violation of the city's noise ordinance because it's being blared at 8 o'clock, eight o'clock at night. Um, and I just said the song is emotional for me and bothersome for me. But that aside, you're you're being considerate to everybody else that doesn't want to hear that blared at night. And everybody else that has kids that are trying to go to bed or people that work night shifts. Um, there's a reason why you also can't, you know, blare your car stereo at night for the same reason. Somebody just texted in, maybe this is how he deals with his grief. Unlike Jamie, he may so love the song and what it means to him that he yeah. plays it out loud. Does he not have the right? Sure he does. Play the song on earbuds or play it in your own home because don't I have the right to not listen to it?
0: Yes. Yeah, and you can't turn your ears off.
1: Right. Um, I can't get away from it, but he can turn it down.
0: And, and the, the texter's got a good point. If this is the way he grieves, fine, but I mean... What if the way I grieved was uh, screaming the Pledge of Allegiance every morning at 4.30 a.m. through a microphone that blasted as loud as this? I don't think everybody would really want to hear that at 4.30 in the morning, but if that's the way I grieve, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be fair or respectful right. to my neighbors. Right. Five seven, six, seven, seven nine, eight. Let's go to the phones and find out what you think. Robin in KC on 981 KMBZ. Hi, how are you? Doing great. great, Robin. What do you think of this man <laughs> blasting taps at 8 p.m. every night?
3: Well coming from a military situation in my life, I think it's fine. I understand everybody else's viewpoints and opinions. They're all valid. But maybe you can take 53 seconds out of your life and remember what that truly represents. You just breathe it in. You go through the song. You remember the positive things that our country has done and some not so positive. But just look at what it is. And that is so simple, and I understand that people don't like it. I I understand that. What about if it's there was?
0: Just, what about there was a uh, twin baby girls that were just born three weeks ago? You know what I mean? And they sleep at that moment. I mean, if you're, a, I mean, I don't know you if you're a really mother. You Want them to sleep? You really need those kids <laughs> to sleep.
3: I understand completely. I had I, I had babies. Um, let me think. I'm actually I don't know how to answer that question honestly. I.
0: I don't know. Sure, that's, and that's okay. You know what? It's, it's, it's kind of, th- we threw a curveball at you, and that's mm-hmm. all right. But that was something that was very popular on the text line, was to say, somebody said, I just had, uh, you know, a, a baby girl... And if he played that at eight and woke the dogs up and that woke the kids up, there'd be a fight every night.
1: That was a guy that said, I'm a veteran. Yes. I have two-year-old yeah. girls at home that are in bed at that time. And I'd be out wreaking havoc if that happened in my neighborhood.
0: Uh, thank you for the phone call, Robin. Appreciate it. Um, this is from the text line. Of course, you should be allowed to. Most civilians have no idea what military guys go through. This song is played every single night on post. Uh, and if it helps them relax and show respect, civilians need to see it. Yeah, but I'm not on post. Right. I live. If I live in a subdivision in Shawnee, I'm not on post. If yeah. I live at Fort Leavenworth, okay, right. I, I got gotcha. you.
1: You also know that going in. When you know you're living on a military base, you're going to know that they're going to play that every day. And that's just part of the deal that you sign up for. This is different.
0: Let's go to Jamie in Lee's Summit on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Jamie. Hi, how are you? Doing all right. What do you think of TAPS at 8 o'clock at night every evening?
3: Well, uh, my thought on that is he, he could play it at- and I, I think the guy has a right to do that. But on the other hand, I think it would lose its meaning to a lot of different people um, if they heard it every night. You, you would just get used to it, and it just wouldn't hold the same meaning as it as what it should be.
0: I think that's very true. I yeah. think it's a watered-down
1: mm-hmm. risk. I agree.
0: I think it's a risk of it not having the meaning. Because when I when we when I played that coming back from break, Jamie, I could see you kind of went into a little... L- little, little moment there.
1: Oh, I cried on the air. I, I cry every mm-hmm. time I hear it. It's why I don't want to hear it in part because, um, you know, you're if it is a song that moves you, you're going to grieve that forever. But I don't want to do that. I want to do that
0: when, when, you're, I want when to, you want when to. When I'm in the
1: moment, not when I'm forced to, and certainly not every day.
0: Daryl and KC on 981 KMBZ. Hi, Daryl.
4: Hello, Jamie and Wicked. Yo. Hi. Hey, uh, first of all, I'll just say I consider myself to be a right wing conservative at least i thought i was all right uh listen to your guys' show i I really love your guys' show i agree with you a lot of the time sometimes i don't that's all you know good that's how it goes Uh, we're cool with that exactly jamie i love you uh i've listened to you since you've been on the radio and uh you're you're doing great thank Uh, you Started. Started out not so great, uh, at least in my opinion, but you're great. I knew there
1: was a butt coming yeah, somewhere. I heard was that coming. Backhanded compliment.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> heard sh- that one. You <laughs> sucked no. before, Jamie, but no. now you're not bad. It's all you, Wicked. <laughs> it's, it's, I was yeah, I was right. a mess
1: before you came along, and then you
4: fixed me. <laughs> That's how it worked. You know what? I really I really do. I, I think, Jamie, I think you're awesome. I'm, I'm out of that slot group, you know, the dating group there, so... So mm-hmm. I'm out of the picture there. So I don't Oh have to get wow, Duh, Daryl, <laughs> making
1: me blush. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about but, taps being played every night?
4: You know what? I'm very patriotic, uh, and it's his right. But you know, turn it down. It's you don't. We don't need a blaring. Just like Mike said, you, you don't want to hear. you know, welcome to the jungle every night, blaring. I wouldn't want to hear that. No more. than I want to hear taps every night at eight o'clock, as loud as you know, blaring. Turn it down. Listen to it. You know, I like Lee Greenwood's uh, "God Bless USA," but I don't play it full blast every night.
0: Right, I only hear that about twice a year, yeah. and that's, I'm actually good on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Daryl, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it.
1: And thank you for the compliments and for the kind words. I appreciate it too. Because um, it raises the question that I brought up earlier, which is why do we feel like our beliefs or or your beliefs are only meaningful if other people know about them?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Why does his patriotism only? Means something if everybody else is aware of it. Why can't it just be your private belief?
0: Let's go to Stephen in Overland Park. You're on 981 KMBZ. Hi, Stephen. Hey guys, this may be my favorite story of the week. I think this guy is an
4: American hero. All right. right? <laughs> uh, this is a this is a lullaby for those little twins. Uh, I, I think I, when I think of that song, I think of my granddad who broke codes in World War Two. So we're not speaking German and Japanese right now. This guy should be given the key to the city. He should the... He, 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 let the cops handle it. If it's a noise complaint, let the police come out there. If not the. It's not the city's business um, at all. He should be playing reveille at seven thirty a.m. in the morning when the (laughs) sun comes up. Let the cops deal with it. I love this guy. This guy should be should be given a a uh, a national uh, commendation from Congress (laughs)
0: or something. (laughs) Hey hey, Stephen, do me a favor. Just say the word America for me, real quick. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> America,
0: it. and do it in
1: two syllables if you're gonna do it America.
0: hey Stephen, appreciate it man i just hope you don't have babies because at yeah. eight o'clock that dog is going to hear that trumpet or that bugle and then that dog will start barking and that dog will wake up those babies and then
1: all the dogs in the neighborhood yes. start barking and then you've really got a problem
0: uh last word on this goes to gene and shawnee hey gene thanks for hanging you're on 981 kmbz
3: Hey guys, love you, love you, show. Thank you. Um, Kim. I got an opinion. Of, oh well, I got a question. How long has it been that this guy's been doing this, with playing taps at eight a or eight o'clock? And um, my dad, that song, it, it saddens me horribly. My dad was a World War Two veteran, so I mean, it meant a lot to our family and stuff like that. But playing it nonstop, you know what I mean, day in and day out. I wonder how long he's been doing it and. Has anybody got the reasoning behind it
0: well that's, he that's he's what i'm curious about he's his justification is that he's very patriotic um and the it's been going on long enough to the point where it's in a suburb called glenrock borough and the glenrock borough council had to actually meet to vote earlier this week so i mean this actually this has been going on for long enough to where complaints have been going mm-hmm. and then paperwork and then the council actually had to move so i'd guess anywhere between two weeks and six months. Yeah,
1: say, it takes a while for that stuff to work through the council. First, somebody complains (laughs) Mm -hmm. and police investigate, then more people complain. Um, Yeah, there's been a noise ordinance violation alleged, and then I believe he or people on his behalf Filed a petition fighting that ordinance so that he has the right to do this. Um, a couple of people are saying just counter it with some Blair something else. Play, at shout, at, at play
0: shout at the devil. Yeah. By,
1: play by heavy Mottly metal Motley at eight Crew. o'clock and just have it be a war in the neighborhood. You know, one
0: one house is playing like old school ice cube. Yeah. Somebody else is playing Motley Crue. Somebody
1: else is playing Garth Brooks. Somebody. Exactly. You know, Get friends everybody of the places in the middle
0: of that. Hey, check out the story. It's on our Facebook page. It's on Twitter as well. This story has a good news, this next story we'll do, has a good news, a bad news, and a swift kick in the nuts. What the hell? <laughs> ha- what is? <laughs> this guy's day went from bad to worse to really, and we'll tell you about it next on one KMBZ. one KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket. We'll check in with Dana and Parks coming your way next. Um, I just got this notification on my, uh, my Facebook page. And we always enjoy being your friends on Facebook, but this is my personal one. And they made some video, I guess. Uh, They put together your memories of all your whatever on Facebook. Thank you for being here, Mike. Facebook is now a community of 2 billion people. Think about that. 2 billion, like I I thought it was at a billion. We're at 2 billion people in this world using Facebook.
1: You know, there are a lot of parts of the world that don't have internet. Right. I mean, there's a lot of Africa that does not have
0: internet. Not yeah. all of
1: it. Some of it has it. But a lot of Africa, which has a lot of people, doesn't even have internet. It's true. So we did a little math. A little math, math we could handle.
0: Right. Math we could do during a five-minute break. <laughs>
1: yeah. With a calculator. <laughs> With a calculator. And an abacus. Uh,
0: there are 7.5 billion people, app- uh, approximately, on the planet. And if 2 billion out of 7.5 billion people on Earth have Facebook... Imagine being Mark Zuckerberg and inventing something that 27% of the population of the world uses. And
1: keep in mind, a large part of that population is not old enough to have a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. A lot of that population is under the age of, say, 10 and doesn't have a Facebook page.
0: Right. So if you look at it and let's say... (laughs) So take
1: some out of that mix.
0: Let's say 3 billion of that are are youngsters, are kids. Probably not that
1: many. World population, 7 point something billion. Let's say say a billion is under the age of...
0: 15, world, I don't know, it's not that many. World population by age. Let's see if we can look that up. That's amazing to me.
1: Yeah, so of the, of the population that has internet access and is old enough to have a Facebook page and is not older than, let's say, 80, because it's less likely they're going to mm-hmm. have a Facebook page, think about how big that is.
0: That's incredible. I mean, you talk about great inventions, and whether or not you love social media or you hate social media, you talk about inventions that have taken off. Mm-hmm. Facebook, I mean, it all starts, Friendster, MySpace, whatever you had way back in the day. But man, 27%, 26.5% of the entire world population is using your invention.
1: Man, that's power. That That really is. That is power of Mark Zuckerberg and of Facebook. Um, It's power in terms of influencing what you buy and the ads they put up there, and the news stories that they put up there, and then I saw this morning. Uh, we'll get to this tomorrow. Uh, there was a story out, a raw story this morning about uh, Facebook is going to hire hundreds of people to monitor mm-hmm. fa- uh, hate speech on Facebook because, again, it's we've we're, you know we're now with Facebook Live and people Facebook Live in crime and what responsibility does Facebook have given how many users it has, if any?
0: And the the Facebook. Um interaction or influence over the last two elections or the last two presidents i should mm-hmm. say i mean barack obama had better think his lucky stars right for for facebook because he wouldn't have won in 2008 had it not been for facebook and sarah palin right. but and 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 president trump you can argue there was a huge influence by the by, by the users of facebook
1: and somebody's pointing out and you're correct remember that i i assume in that we're talking about users Two but somebody users. said there are businesses with facebook accounts oh sure there are but
0: that's a user it's just a different use but right. that's a user right i mean uh, that that still counts mm-hmm. that is i mean to think about the scope of just something that for the most part i used to put picture i put pictures out of my wife and i yeah, Is that really it? Dana
1: Wright has a professional page that you can like on Facebook, and I believe they have a show page that you can Please stop requesting and... me on my private
6: page.
0: <laughs> That's where the really juicy uh-huh. stuff the is, like pictures of her no, dog.
1: creepy
6: guy.
0: <laughs> All right, sorry. My bad. My bad. Wicked?
6: I mean, come on. All right,
0: yeah. I want you in here for this. This is the story I, was, I teased right before the break. So there was a guy, uh, he was in the southern... Is so the South Indian state of Karta, Karnataka? Sorry sure. if I butchered Good that. right.
6: I know right where that is.
0: He is a 26-year-old. His dog jumped into a crocodile-infested lake. Uh, His dog. All right.
6: Sorry. I'm so sorry. I loved that dog. Feel like I know where this is going. Are you
0: saying goodbye, tank? At that, not the tank and jump. I'm
6: not running into a crocodile-infested body of water.
0: So the 26-year-old guy jumps into the lake. Fends off the crocodile, and his dog gets away just fine. The crocodile bit off the guy's arm. <laughs> I mean, talk about How a he bad. He
6: going to play fetch with his dog now.
0: Bad. Better learn to throw left-handed. Bad to worse. So the, the 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 clamp down of the powerful jaws around his forearm, it ripped it off right here at the elbow. All right. They, helped, they, they heard his cries for help, and four forest officials came and got him out of there. Oh, God. And then fined him for trespassing.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> As if he's not having enough problems. Right, right.
0: Like, your day went from bad, dog jumped in. Quite frankly, that's worse, now the least of his worries. To worse, you lost your arm. And then they're like, oh, by the way, here's a ticket. Here, so that is a kick in the pants on the way out the door.
6: Uh, anyway, what are you guys doing today? We've got a whole lot of things to talk about. <laughs> Did you hear about this poor dad and I know Scott's gonna blame me for this who found a toddler who was lost and tried to do the right thing and the result was disastrous mm. it is the saddest story he was trying to help we're gonna talk about it because I think if you're a young man
5: yes. or really a
6: man of any age and you find a child that does not belong to you even though you're trying to help do you take that child and go try to find mom and dad or because we live in the society that we live in, do you just stop what you're doing, keep eyes on the child and call police uh, for help?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I you, imag- you know
6: how that would look with a guy uh, walking off with a toddler that didn't yeah. belong to him. And you can imagine. No one's going to believe you. No one's going to believe story. you. And it's a horrible story. And it breaks my heart that we live in the society that we live in. Mm-hmm. Scott will blame me for making it that way. Right. Um, it'll, it'll begin with,
0: uh, uh it's because of it women like let, you that I can't let, yeah. let me yeah. ask let me ask you this. <laughs> That's how it'll yeah. begin.
6: Well, because Scott has even said before, uh, he'll be driving by and see someone on their bike, let's say that falls and scrapes her knee. Mm-hmm. Do you stop and see if that child's okay or do you just automatically look like the sex offender trying to lure the child and into the car? And is it oh different
1: if it's a man or a woman? It's totally different if it's a, man or a woman. Because I was at Legends last week and I was just wa- I was walking by Old Navy yep. and a kid fell in the doorway. Yep. And started screaming bloody murder at the top of his lungs. And no adult immediately came running. And I was the nearest adult. Yeah. And so I didn't touch him. I was conscious not to Ugh. not to like pat him on the back or anything or, or help him up. Yeah. But I did lean down and ask, are you okay? Are you okay, like, just, Right. Just yeah. in, in a motherly way. And I think if a guy had done that, it would have been different. I but as a this, woman, I felt okay. I said this to my girlfriend last night. And in and a public
6: place, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. If you're at an Old Navy, it's a little different. But like I think about my husband, would Chris be able to bend down with a child that didn't belong to him, mm-hmm. take the child's hand, and say, "Come with me, let's go find mom and dad"? I'm I'm gonna say no. I don't think you oh, can do man. that. You I imagine, would. Like,
0: oh, you imagine if it's me walking around with a kid holding his hand, doing what? And plus, it you're looks looking around. Wicked.
1: It looks
0: oh. bad. But here's Even what though you do: you're the
1: nicest guy. Trying to help, you get uh, You get reinforcements for that. Wicket is if that happens
0: to you, mm-hmm.
1: you take that child's hand. You immediately grab the next adult. I, so I would got just a start witness. yelling. I'm not taking
0: this yeah.
6: child. I need help. Get a
0: witness. I'm I'm not molesting. Yeah, right. I'm fine. Well, this uh, kid's lost.
6: Help me find mom and I dad. Would also, you would also I think might just call nine one one immediately. Be like, I just want to let somebody know I have a child here that doesn't belong to me.
0: But if it's at if it's at Legends, mm-hmm. I go find the, the nearest security guard. Right. I but walk. What do you do clerk. with the
6: kid while you roam around take looking for a security
1: you. guard?
0: You, you. The security guards are around. Ask
1: someone else to go find
0: a right. security guard.
1: Find the nearest adult and say, "We're going to divide and conquer. So now, no. one no. of us is going to stay with the kid. One no. of us is going to go get the it's security so guard." It's sad. Now we're tag It's teaming. ridiculous. It's that we so have to so do it. So that's different. one thing that's going to
6: aggravate every male listener today. And I do, I do apologize. Like I actually apologize to everybody. And then I'm pulling up some music. And here's why. Okay. Last night, I'm just going to tell you right now, I had an experience at Starlight. Um, it's called Jersey Boys. Did you see it for the first I time? Am obsessed. You saw it for the first time yesterday. No, I'm obsessed.
0: Okay. That's um, the that's how it opens. Here's the problem:
6: I cannot stop singing Frankie Valley tunes. <laughs> Kara had to stop her newscast out there because I was going, "I love you, baby." Scott's gonna love quiet, that oh, today. Man. Scott was like, love "Please stop it. singing." I'm gonna try to get. I've I've reached out to Starlight's. Um, Media manager, I said, "Can we get Frankie Valley to call in, please? Not the Frankie Valley, but Frankie Valley Starlight." Isn't Frankie Valley no? Dead? No, no. We looked it up last night.
0: Frankie Valley's alive.
6: I do my run, do not walk. But I rarely gush about something like this so completely. If you haven't seen it, I thought it was the last woman in America who hasn't seen it. I no, just, that would be Jamie. I wanted to stand <laughs> yeah, huh? up. My heart was singing. <laughs> I was clapping, I was dancing, and I cannot get those songs out of my head.
0: I've seen it twice.
6: Oh, it's amazing! It's
0: so good. Jersey Boys is so good. I I like it. Uh, You
6: forget, you know how many songs? You forget how many hits they had? That's not enough. Sherry, baby, I mean every single song. Okay, look oh what a night late december back in 63 i I hate to be
1: the jerk here and ask but what's the story the
6: story is how they came to be as big as
1: they were okay that i might
0: appreciate in the era that i might like
1: okay yeah four like guys from the wrong side of the track all right
0: it's really
1: good the music fits in the story i feel
0: like Mm -hmm. i should have been a
1: broadway
6: singer and i i I don't think that would be a good idea right i I just felt like (laughs) i I wanted to be up there with them
0: (laughs) So uh, it's still
6: at Starlight. I think they're here through Saturday. So I called them and I said, hey, can we get Frankie Valley to call in? Is he calling She's in? She's working on it. All right. All right. That would be awesome. Well, we just
0: gave her three minutes of free promotion, so she uh, better damn well get Frankie Valley on the line. I am a fan. I'm telling you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? spend better over here. Only at T-Mobile.
2: Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.